If you'd remain standing for our scripture reading, it comes from John 1, verse 14. John writes, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the Word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. If I can invite you to be seated. Don't fall asleep. I'm going to be quick. Okay. And these words... um, The Word, God became flesh to make His dwelling among us. I think this morning as we're gathered here together and as we've lit the Advent wreath and the Advent candle, we can find joy. And the promise and in the knowledge that we have and in the assurance that we can share as followers of Jesus Christ that in God, in Jesus, the Word became flesh to make His dwelling among us and we have seen His glory. Friends, in these words, we can find joy. Because at the heart of Christmas is joy. Think about the Christmas story, and I'm not going to read the whole Gospel of Luke or anything else, but if you think about the heart of Christmas, joy is at the very center of, of so many of the individuals that we read about and that we remember. And the birth story of Jesus and also in the steps that happened to get Jesus' birth into place. I have to think that when Mary was there in her home and the angel of the Lord appeared to her and told her that she would be most favored among women and that Mary responded and said, let it be as you may, let the glory of the Lord shine through me, I have to believe that there was joy. When God told her that she would become with child and his name would be Emmanuel. You can go before Mary's story and look in the book, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1. When Elizabeth, a woman who has been unable to conceive, is pregnant and the child in her womb leaps with joy when Mary and the unborn child approach her. In Luke 1, there has to have been joy when Elizabeth and Zechariah welcomed their son John. A child that they have waited so long for. And then when the baby is born and we sang a song about the shepherds, I have to believe in their fear that when the shepherds got there to the manger and that they saw that there was a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger, that their reaction for that was joy. Because what the angels told them was true. Joy in Luke 2 when Mary and Joseph take the infant Jesus to the temple in order to present him to offer the sacrifice that is required after eight days to both make Mary ritually pure and also to dedicate Jesus as a firstborn son to the Lord. Is there anything but joy in the words of Simeon and of Anna who both have been waiting who both have been promised the opportunity to see the one that had been promised, the Messiah that they had been waiting for. Friends, the story of Jesus' birth, at the center of it is joy. Because joy is at the heart of Christmas. And John tells us that we should feel that same joy. Joy in knowing that, that God loves us so much that He comes to walk among us. Joy in knowing that God loves us so much that He came to live with us 
and to die with us, to offer us grace, to offer us forgiveness, to offer us resurrection. Joy in knowing that God has offered us grace and relationship, not because we deserve it, not because we've earned it, but it's given to us because He loves us and because we believe. That we believe that Jesus is the Son of God who lived and who died and who was physically resurrected so that we might live again. You can find joy in that promise. Even as everything else in your life is going on, in the knowledge that God has made that promise for you. Because He's offered it to you through His Son, Jesus Christ. Because God is with us. And in that we can find joy. So my prayer today is that in the music that we will hear, is we, we'll be taken to a place of joy. Where we're going to experience the joy that God offers us. Where we'll hear the promise of Mary, the faithfulness of Joseph. And where we will find joy that is promised us in the journey to Bethlehem.
Sometimes the road we end up on is not the road we expected. Of all the places in all the world, no one expected to be on the road to Bethlehem. Nothing good came from there. Why would anyone go? But many would. Something had changed. Something was calling them, drawing them, inviting them to it. Because suddenly, the road that led to Bethlehem was the road that led to God. Why did they all come? Why travel all that way? Who, in the dark of the night or loneliness of grief, hasn't hoped for a light that is lasting? Who, in moments of transcendent joy or fleeting beauty, hasn't longed for the creator and source of it? Who, when the world is so broken and unfair, hasn't desired a judge who brings mercy and justice in balance? All, all hope, all long, all desire this Messiah. It was this hope that kept each one walking toward him all the way to Bethlehem.
Joseph began on their road to Bethlehem quietly, with gentle angels, dreams, and songs. The vision was beautiful, but the road was long. How easy it would have been for God to deliver this small family on angel wings or clouds. And yet, here they were, on a dusty road, step after step, faithfully plodding. Perhaps, as she went, Mary sang the song she had composed for this child. God has lifted up the humble, he has filled the faithful with good things. Maybe she sang this even as the donkey carried her through the dust. Perhaps as he went, Joseph listened to this song from his wife and leaned just a bit closer to her, to the donkey, to the unborn child. Maybe he wondered at her words as his stomach rumbled. Could such hope be true, be here? He set his heart on finding out when they reached Bethlehem.
The shepherds did not start on a road at all. They stood on sheep paths in the soft grass that night. They listened to the familiar, small, sleeping noises of their flock. They gazed up with tired eyes at familiar stars. And then suddenly, something new appeared in the sky. Then they were wide awake. An angel, a promise. Today in Bethlehem, a child has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Angel choruses appeared, singing glory. And then the sky was dark and familiar again, but nothing was the same. They gathered together to discuss what they had seen. But the discussion did not last long. If it were true God had come to them, what could they do now but go to him? They left their sheep. They found the path. They started their walk to Bethlehem. the shepherds ever heard came in lights, proclamations, and songs from angels in the night sky. This is what started them down the road. But it was not just the journey that changed them. It was the person at the end of it. As they walked toward this promised king, they may have discussed what it would take to get a chance to see him. Would they be permitted? 
they knew they weren't a well-respected group, would they be turned away? What a surprise to find what they found, a scene that they could easily enter and knew much about. There was no guard at the door, just a few sheep, which made them laugh. Oh, this is not a normal king. This is a king for us. In the quiet, in the stillness, there among the hay they held and beheld him, Jesus. This endless God made himself small enough to hold. How could it be? And yet it was here in Bethlehem.
The Magi came later, with no sweet songs on their lips or promises to follow. King Herod sent them to find this promised Messiah. Herod said he wanted to worship him, but even as he spoke, the Magi sensed the lie in his words. How could a person start on a road marked with suspicion, deception, and destruction and end anywhere else? Herod set them on that dark path, but it was a star in the sky that lit their way. It was a star in the sky that replaced their suspicion with joy. It was a star in the sky that illuminated Jesus' small face, God's great love. They gave their gifts freely. They knelt at his small feet. They heard the voice of God in his small words. They felt the love of God in his small presence. Having seen and heard, they left Bethlehem, but Bethlehem never left their hearts. Every path leads to God when it is God you are following.
You might not know what road you are on today, or you might not be sure where it leads. It could be you are on a road that you did not choose, or at least would not again. Nothing about where you are is an accident. You are here today, and whether through words, songs, light, or some quiet hope, Bethlehem calls to you. A child has been born there, Jesus, Emmanuel. And even as you make your way to him, Jesus has come to you.